Welcome to Virginia. You know what it is. Welcome to Virginia Podcast. We're going to get right into it. How you doing today, my brother? I'm doing all right, man. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. I'm glad that you invited us here to your humble abode in the Secret Location Studios. Yep. You got looking good in here. The vibe is right. You can tell you can tell it goes down in here, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Man. Definitely feeling that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know a lot about you, so I was looking very for I was looking forward to this interview so I could get to know who you are as an artist. But like I always tell people, I like to start at the beginning. So I would like to know, you know what I'm saying, how how you grew up and stuff like that. Like how was your childhood and things of that nature? Um you know what I'm saying? Childhood was alright, you know, it was a little rough at the household, you know, we had uh you know, it's like drugs in the household and stuff like that. Kind of, you know, grew up, uh, it was a little rough and shit, but not as rough as it could be, you know what I'm saying? So I'm blessed to be where I'm at, and I'm blessed to have the childhood I did have because I know it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, both parents? Uh, Yeah, both parents was in the household for the most part. Brothers and sisters? Yeah, brothers and sisters and stuff, you I mean, know what I'm saying? I mean, brothers. So I got, I had a brother living with me and a sister, and she moved out kind of young. And then uh, I also have two half-brothers, you know what I'm saying? Um... One of them already passed away. Rest in peace, Matt. And then I got my um, other brother, Johnny. He out in Alaska. Oh, for real? Yeah, so we didn't really know the other two brothers, though. So, you know what I'm saying? So they live, they kind of, like, bounced, you know, out of the crib young. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my sister, she left young, too. So it was it was kind of wild, you know what I mean? So we, we we all had, like, brothers and sisters, but we wasn't locked in. Like, I remember seeing a lot of families move around, how they would move. They got cousins and brothers and sisters. And yeah. they, they just got, like, that family thing. We didn't really have that too much, you know what I'm saying? And you, um, you grew up in Stanton? Yeah, we grew up in Stanton. Um, my, we're from, uh, like, up north Virginia and stuff. I think my pops, he said, like, southeast D.C., uh, Manassas areas where I was born. And then we came down here, I think, when I was, like, five, six. So, yeah, I grew up around this area. How, was, how, was you, how were you in school? What kid was you in school? Uh, sh- a knucklehead. Knucklehead? You know? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Just, you know what I'm saying? School was rough. I ain't gonna lie to you. School was rough for me just because I had a lot going on as a kid at home that I didn't understand. And so when I was coming to school, you know, I'm like wearing the same stuff every day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like from sixth grade all the way up to ninth grade before I had left school, I had just, it was real rough just because, rough. Uh, yeah, man, you, you got that stuff going on at the crib and you try to come to school and... Don't work that way. No, sir. You know what I'm saying? Like... Ain't nobody trying to see what's talking about this at school if everything is screwed up at home. Yeah, man. So I was just wilding out, probably seeking for attention in some places and just, you know, yeah, man. <laughs> All right. So what, what were some of your musical influences early on? Um, musical influences, man. I fell in love with, like, a lot of wicked rap when I was younger. Like that underground, grimy, um, like, Tech 9 Twisted, like these people that are just, uh, I mean, just crazy on the mic. That makes a lot of sense. Yep. Your flow is crazy. Like I told him, I, I love, I love his flow because can't a lot of people do that. I was telling him that's the way I like started out rapping because that, that's that's kind of what I grew up on, like the Bone and the Twister. And yep. Like that machine gun rap. I call it the machine gun rap. That rap yeah. flow. Like I love that shit, man. No doubt. And it goes great when you got a like when you do a. a um, Collaboration with somebody with a, with, that can spit, and then you come out of nowhere with that machine, blah, like right behind, like this shit, it yeah. flows so dope. And you just slide up in there and yeah. can, can skip them words every now and then. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Really dope. So, when did you actually start rapping? Uh, I started rapping uh, probably like when I was in sixth grade or so, like really diving in and grabbing the pen and writing consistently by seventh grade for sure. And uh, at the time, 
it was just like whatever, man. Like the first song I ever wrote, it was over uh if you know the Outcast album, Speaker Box. Or the the intro to that album is just instrumentals. It's if you listen to the album, it's just a crazy ass instrumental. So we heard that and I was like there's the beat. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and so we started uh, writing over top of it, and it was me and my homie Blake in his basement. And then, uh, yeah, man, after that, we was like, I'm going to write my own song. I'm going to find my own beat. Word. So, all right, so when did you uh, when did you first uh, decide, this is what I'm going to do? I'm going I'm to be a rapper. Like, I love it. It's just what it I'm going to do. It was instant. For real? It was instant. Like, it, it didn't grow. It, didn't, it was literally like one day I was playing around with it, in sixth grade, seventh grade, and then the next, like, just next thing you know, it was every day. Word. Because, you know, moms, they're going through their shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Brother and sister, they're, like, bounced out the crib, so I'm, like, by myself for the most part. Parents, they'll be taking trips up to D.C., just kind of leaving. So I'm, like, this 12-year-old kid, you know what I'm saying, in this crib, taking myself to school. Like, I'm pretty much living on my own at this point, right? Just kind of, they, they check in, and we do our thing as a family, but... For the most part, bro, I was just writing. It was instant. I fell in love with music so quick. It was like everything to me. Man. That shit scooped me off my feet and, and kept me alive. You remember recording for the first time? Yeah, man. The first time I ever recorded uh, was on a box. So my boy Blake, he got into the music with me, right? His mom finds out that he's doing music and she thought it was a cute thing. She's like, oh, you like music? <laughs> Bought him this little box from Walmart or something. And it was like a little box and it had a tape player in it. And it had a circle on top of it and it said Mike. Word. So you had a so what we would do is we would find a beat, play it through a speaker, put that box right beside it, and you would have to rap that shit just right. Cause it was on the <laughs> tape. And I never forget, uh, not to get off subject, but I never forget finishing our first tape together. And we were sitting there like, bro, how do you duplicate a, a tape? Oh yeah. And so me and my homie was like, fuck, we have to do this shit perfect every single time. Every tape we <laughs> So look, by the tenth take, we was done. We was like, bro, I'll skateboard or something else, bro. I don't oh know my god, we gonna be in here forever. How you sell fifty thousand tapes? Like, you know what I mean? Yo, that's I'll the never forget that moment. Ever. We was looking at each other like, See, I thought y'all was gonna have to do the rhyme every, every time. single time. <laughs> we got to the tenth tape. I'm like, this shit don't even sound the same. Oh like, my what god, are, yeah. y'all made ten different songs. At like that you point. forgot that one part. We gotta redo the whole joint. <laughs> Oh my god Shout out to homie Blake man That shit was wild That is crazy So tell me about the whole movement you got going now uh, Premium product man Shout out to team Yo so Premium product came along I had an old crew called Different Records Productions Way before premium product was ever born mm -hmm. That was with Blake and all the homies That kind of crashed you know what I'm saying um, Won't even go into details But it crashed and I went off on a venture as, as a solo artist to kind of see, like, do you want it or not? You know what I'm saying? Because now I don't have no homies. Now I don't got no flex. You either want it or you don't. And so I went on, like, this, like, two-year, three-year run where I was, like, by myself, just kind of experimenting, going to these shows by myself, pulling up Dolo. Um, I had lost my engineer, bought a microphone, built my own studio, you know, piece by piece, and I met Creep at Ply Gym. This is the place I used to work. And so I'm like, you know, uh, you know, uh, I'm walking out to take break, and I see this dude, he got dreads and shit, he's sitting there writing. Now, now, the job I was doing, that should have you, like, wired up, just uh -huh. because it's work, you know what I'm saying? You, you in that bitch grinding. And so... I'm all wired up and shit. I probably got an attitude or something. And I walk out and I see this dude sitting there writing. And I'm just like a dick about it. I'm like, 
what you rapping? <laughs> and Creep look at me and he he look up and shit and he's like, yeah, I am, matter of fact. <laughs> I'm like, let me hear something then. He started rapping and I was like, oh, <laughs> this boy fire, right? Yeah. So I show him my shit. We, we instantly lock in, right? Become homies and shit. We start spitting to each other. Well, I start going home and every day I start thinking about her crew again. And I'm like, man, I think I'm going to build a team. Yeah. I start talking to baby girl about it at nighttime. Like, yo, I think I'm going to build a team. I want to build a team again. I think I can do it. During that little two-year run or three-year run where I was by myself, I had to learn how to record myself, become an engineer. I had to learn the whole game behind writing music. Yeah. I had to learn that there was a whole nother game. There's a whole lot of, uh, me and my homies call it unsexy work. Yeah. There's a whole <laughs> lot of unsexy work that you got to do to make this shit crank. I can relate to that. Cause so any, yeah. So anyways, fast forward, um, I reach out to Creep and I'm like, bro, come on, man. Let's build a team. Let's do this shit. Like, I, I started, like, bringing them under my wing. I didn't really tell them about the team, but I started putting them on the shows. Just random shit. Getting them on songs. Teaching them about knowledge. Like, what you know about distribution. How you, you know about royalties? How you gonna dope. get paid from this? You making a dope song, I would pick his brain. Yeah. Because before I got too invested, I want to make sure that people are gonna work. Because yeah. I already had this shit fall apart once. So creep lock in with me. Meanwhile, shout out K Vaughn and Queen City Vaughn. That's my fucking brother. Shout out Vaughn. Yo, already. Um, I'm talking to him. He locked up and shit at the time. He he's finishing. He's at the ass end of five year bid. And I'm talking to him. And I got this microphone in my hand. I got relationship building with Creep. And I'm like, bro. I'm building something. I'm going to learn how to become an engineer. I'm going to learn this shit. And when you get out, we're going to do this shit. Word. And when he got out, he came straight to my crib and we did that shit. Yeah, he's been grinding ever, ever since he got out. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. And so we got Kayvon. Once he got out, he locked in and shit. We started fi- figuring out his sound as an artist, diving into that. Um, we're still working on creep shit. Shout out Jimmy G. Shy. Word. Yes, sir. The one and only. So this boy pull up on me. Now, me and him had done music. I'd say before Jalil had got out and shit. So by the time uh, Jimmy G came back around, like I think he had moved or something, but he had came back around and he was like, what's up with his music? <laughs> I was like, come on, man, you already know. So once Jimmy G Shy came on, that's when it was like, bro, it's a wrap. Yeah. We got a team. Like It was slowly building, but once Jimmy locked in and we looked around and all of us was looking at each other, like we all different. That's what I was going to say. The, what's dope about it uh, to me is that y'all all bring something different to the table. Because sometimes you see a lot of groups get together and they're all basically the same person. You know what I'm saying? When y'all hear, when I hear y'all on a track, y'all all are contributing to something that, that brings it all together. Like, And when you have a group and a team like that, the audience can all appreciate something different from them. Right. Like I always told people like when I was on the team with other people, I was like, this motherfucker might not like me at all, but he fuck with you so hard that you gonna buy the record anyway. Yep. That's what's so dope about it. You know what I'm saying? Gonna, so he gonna we rock all with get, my set. I, I get to benefit because he loves you or you get to benefit because he loves me. Or somebody might love all of us, but it might not always be that way. But Thanks. having a strong team just benefits you in that way. So yeah, I can definitely dig it. No doubt. Yeah, man. They all, yeah, and they all contributed to me becoming the engineer I am now. Like, all of them let me guinea pig and, and, and work with them. Like, a lot of the artists that came on the premium product, like, they had a sound. They was some rapping, they was rapping motherfuckers, bro. Mm-hmm. But they didn't really know exactly, like, they had something, but they're like, man, I just want to be something different. Like, I don't know how to mold that. And so we got to work. Yeah. And now it's like, when, when I hit play on Jimmy G's shot shit, I'm like, 
what the fuck? See, then I go to Kayvon, and I'm like, come on, man. Then you go to Creep, and it's like everybody's getting their polished. Yeah. You know what I'm polishing saying? Polishing their, their own particular sound. See, that that's what a whole lot of people don't understand when they start becoming a rapper, is that a whole lot of people can rap. But don't everybody have, um, you You have to find what, what's you and what makes you who you are as a rapper. Because yep. can, anybody can string a bunch of fucking lines together. Yeah. But you have to be able to uh, create something that separates you from the from the next person and make people be like, damn, you hear that one shit right there that he did? Like, it's got to it's gotta be something that separates you from the rest. Yeah. And, and y'all are def- definitely in that pocket. And with y'all being able to create avenues to do shows and things like that, I feel like if y'all keep grinding in that area, it's definitely going to blossom because that's what you have to do. You just got to keep marketing, doing shows, keep pushing your product out there. Like, I, I just think it's dope, and I'm I'm here for it. No doubt. But, yeah, so once, uh, shit, that's love. But, yeah, once um, once Jimmy G-Shot came on, we all kind of rocked for a little bit. And then the newest addition to the team has been the Illusionists. They're a band. Uh-huh. They do, like, metal um. I'm not exactly sure if that's their only genre because they're, they're so funky. They do so much shit. Like, I'll go over there and they'll just be practicing random Word. stuff, man. Ain't nothing like a live band. Bro. And, <laughs> and, and they, they kind of brought it to me. They were like, yo, what y'all think about live bands? That's and I'm the like, best. Uh, yeah, hip hop. What you mean? That's like, the best. bring them instruments. Let's, let, let's do this. You know what I'm saying? That's why I got the saxophone in here. I'm trying, you know, whatever. Like, let's, let's get busy. But uh, yeah, the illusionist reached out and. Yo, they're super talented, and uh, so now it's like we got, we got the rap shit covered with all the different sounds. You know what I'm saying? I got like this fast rap, wicked, uh, shit going on. Um, K Vaughn's got his own thing, creep, Jimmy G Shaw. Now we got a band on deck. I'm like, man. So yeah, man, it's just been, it's definitely been an uphill grind, bro, and it's, it ain't been easy. But it, but here we are. Where? So what y'all got coming up next then? Man, everything. So all of us are dropping consistently. Right now, I think every artist in premium is on like a three-week thing. Like every three weeks, you can drop no matter what. That's, man, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, The Illusionist, um, yo, they're kicking the rapper's ass right now in premium product because, yo, them boys is booked. Yeah. Booked out. I, every time I get on Facebook, the, the guitarist will hit me up. He's like, you mind sharing this to the page? You mind? <laughs> I'm like, damn, boy, get that work. Well, like, you know how to play an instrument. You can get some gigs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and they're, they're nice with it, man. So, yeah, it's been dope. But, yeah. Yeah, what we got going on, um, I can't really speak for the other artists too uh, too much just on the promo marketing aspect. Like yeah. I don't know if I'm, I don't want to leak none of their ideas. Word, word, word. But I know they got a lot of shit coming. Okay. And uh, you know I got my hands involved with a lot of it with them. Um, me as an artist, I got an album coming out. It's called So For Sale. Um, this is the first time anybody's heard me speak of it right word. here and now. So we got the exclusive, y'all. We got the exclusive. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> so ghostly in here. So yeah, I got the um, So For Sale album coming out. I got a pile of music videos for y'all coming out. Um, they they already on private, ready to rock. I got a documentary coming out. I got a lot of shit coming out. I think. Um, you know, I hate to, like, I don't like putting stuff in the air just because I'm a weirdo. I be overthinking stuff, but, yo, I really think this is going to be a powerful year for me as an artist. Put it in the atmosphere. That's what you got to do. Yeah, bro. Before it comes true, you got to make it. You got to say it. That's yeah, how it man. comes true. Nah, don't ever hold yeah. back on that. It's we was just doing get, that in the car. Yeah, <laughs> it's about to get crazy, man. They always say it. Like, I had a lot of people tell me, they're like, yo, when it starts clicking, it's going to move so fast, you're not going to know what's happening. And I feel like that's how, that's what it feels like right now. When it you, feels like I got so much shit going on that I'm like, 
I, I, it's like almost it's almost to the point where the machine is on autopilot that's what's where up. I can let my hands off for a second and let it let it cruise and then get back to it you know what I'm saying see the thing I like about y'all is y'all, y'all actually putting in the work y'all actually grinding and like you're saying some of that work ain't sexy but you doing that because that's what it takes yeah man a lot of people think they can just stand behind that microphone and rap and then yes. wait on people to love them and make some money off of it yeah. it don't work that way yeah man people, gonna, people ain't gonna pay attention to you more or less They're you know what I'm saying they ain't gonna acknowledge you for a long time yeah. you know what I'm saying you gotta build all of that even up even after you do the work exactly that's the, and that's the part too is like I be trying to tell people like yo sometimes you gonna dump a whole lot of hours and a whole lot of money into this and nothing's gonna come and from you it. won't get a notification on your phone or nothing you're gonna be sitting there like oh that's that's where a lot of people stop a lot of people don't take it yeah a lot of people it a lot of people think they're already here and once they get that realization that don't nobody give a fuck yet they're like well damn maybe i ain't got it but it, you don't stop there you got to keep going it takes time man Word. it just takes time and that's that's the uh it's the marathon bro it's the marathon race i'll I be telling uh talking to people that be telling me they want to quit rap I'm like, okay, but like, for what? You know what I'm saying? What are you quitting for? Is it because you don't want to be an artist anymore? Cool, don't do that then. Yeah. But if you're an artist inside and this is what you do, you create, that's how you breathe, then keep going, bro. Like, what are you doing? Get back to it. Word. Well, is there anything else you want to tell the people before we wrap it up? Shit, man. I'm uh, I'm Tiso Ghostly from Queen City, Virginia, man. Two up, two down. I'm an artist and audio engineer, man, and... uh. Premium products. Shout out my team. Let's get this work. We definitely gonna get this work. He finna do some shit for me too. I'm finna come in this booth and rock it on some auto tune shit. Cause y'all ain't never heard that from me before. Yeah, man. Guilty plug. I'm sorry. I had to do that. But yo, I appreciate the time, man. It was good getting get to know a little bit about you. All day. Definitely looking forward to working with you and uh, seeing the things you got coming in the future. Yeah, man. Until then, this has been Jim Cat, my homie Todd over there. You know, doing this thing. Welcome to Virginia Podcast with my boy Tiso Ghostly. We out. Go. Yeah, that's dope, man. It's good to see y'all moving like that. Skills all to talk about, fake shit we stomping down. Promise about my profit, if you owe me, you ain't walking now. Clang and tell, bugging, hold up. Now what they talking about, the conversation better be all about money. I need it inside of my pockets, bulging the verses. Again, I never forget better, so one of the way that we cold it. Those are curses, sipping and nipping it, but with the bullshit, it's black and my soul is versus. Game start with my.